All right, folks, this is uh, True News 365 once again. And today I want to uh, get back into a conversation I've had before in the past um, on end times. Uh, we were talking the beast system. And today I want to talk a little bit about the WHO, the WHO, the WHO, the World Health Organization. I want to get into that a little bit. But I kind of wanted to get a synopsis of what's going on in the culture and what we see and things that should be concerning us as Christians, okay? So what are we seeing in our world today? Whenever I discuss end times, biblical prophecy, eschatology, I always want to mention the following and what I believe is important for children of God to have at the forefront of their minds today, okay? Uh, number one, we're indeed living at the end of the age, okay? And the Lord spoke about that. He said, I will be with you until the end of the age. He hasn't come yet, so that means we're still living at the end of the age, of which he was referring to. That also means that once he does return, it'll be the end of all things and the beginning of the eternal age, the heavenly age. Number two, Christ is reigning now. Okay, I just recently did a podcast on Christ reigning now. Um, as uh, he said, all authority is given to me, therefore go and create disciples of all nations, all ethnicities. Okay, he says he has authority. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. Okay, he's not sitting up there just twiddling his thumbs. He's reigning. Okay, and since the Holy Spirit is on the earth, I would not leave you as orphans, he said. He has given us his Holy Spirit. We're on the earth, and he purposely, as per John 17, decided not to remove us from the world. That's what John 17 says. He says, I'll, I don't want you to take them out of the world. But through their witness, they will bring on other people. How is how is how are they doing that by way of the gospel? So the gospel is the reason why we are here on earth still. If not, he would have taken us back. His plan is to raise numbers. And we don't question his methodology or why he does what he does. Okay? We basically read scripture and we honor the scriptures, right? Okay? So, number three, we're in and always have been in the tribulation period since the first century. Since that time, people have been dying for Christ. Okay, Christ has been preached. You have to forgive my, my daughter in the background. The elect continue coming into the fold. And the fullness of the Gentiles hasn't yet come in, as the Bible says. Okay, as, he, as the Bible says needs to happen. Number four. Okay, and the, the, the three most significant end time signs, as per 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, is A, the increase in apostasy, which is um, spoken of, of the falling away. B, the revelation of the Antichrist. Okay. And C, the increase of the persecution of the saints. Okay. Those are the three things, the most significant end time signs. Okay. That the Bible speaks of in, in Bible prophecy. All three are here now. All three have always been here on the earth. 
The scriptures teach that Antichrist isn't just a person, but a system, an image, a spirit, a state, a rulership, a confederacy, a, a force, right? It's not just a man. People always think Antichrist is as a man, but the Bible says that even now there are Antichrists all over the place. Okay, and he was talking 2,000 years ago. Second Thessalonians states that the apostasy, apostasia in Greek, must come first. Other translations refer it refer to this as rebellion, and in the Greek it means like a revolt, a, a defection. We saw that in the early church it was already happening, and many of this happened as many reverted back to false gospels, false doctrine, heresy, and became false prophets and teachers. Peter said, they'll come in from among you, even as they did in the Old Testament, right? Peter warned, John warned, Paul warned, Jude warned, others warned. Today, these are just like back then, false teachers, people who started out orthodox, but then, but then afterwards they take on false teachings because they sell themselves out to the culture. They're intimidated by the pressures of the culture to take on heresy, some even get into it hating the gospel of truth and have clear motive to infiltrate and destroy God's church. But Peter says they are clouds without water. And those who were written on for this destruction and their time is going to end up and they're going to end up being judged by God. They're not going to get away with anything, believe me. Okay? Please hold. Okay, and one increases as the others increase as well. As the beast system of the Antichrist increases, the apostasy continues to increase and the persecution of God's people increases. Most Christians aren't fully aware. Okay? Um, uh, just They're not aware that just as we see has always been, while it's prevalent and on the increase... In one geographical place, it's not so much somewhere else in the world. That's what we've been seeing throughout history up, up until now, but it's never stopped. Okay? Um, there, there, right now, there are at least 20 countries where there is active and hostile persecution of Christians in the highest sense. They're not just, um, they're not just second-class citizens. They're bullseyes. They're being hunted down in their own nations, their own towns and villages, because specifically of their faith. The problem is that in the West, Christianity is on the decline, and it's usually a large nation like the United States that could stand up um, to this in, in their influence. But as you can well see, the United States of today isn't exactly a Christian nation. And if anything, it bars and keeps information from its citizens. I think we all can see the increase of globalization. Hold on a second. What on earth is this? Okay, let's go here. So, so we can see the increase of globalization, right? We see in the West the increase of Antichrist through many things, most of which stems from secularism. 
It's secularism by which influences the economy, education, psychology, um, culture, medicine, health, information, um, technology. It influences foreign affairs, morality, churches, human rights, national sovereignty. The B system through secularism reaches into all areas and facets of our institutions, our laws, our media, our courts, our entertainment, education, our universities. All the immoral social stuff we're seeing today couldn't happen in a Christian framework, but it could happen out of a secularism like we're seeing, and that's where it spawns from. And so if God hasn't spoken, all of these things can be a possibility. Therefore, they spawn from a not-God worldview of relativity, of, of no objective morality. And so the increase of this is what we're seeing in the West. Now, I need to make sure I continue to mention that while secularism is considered anti-God of the Bible, that doesn't mean it's void of religion. By no means. Sometimes it takes on uh, certain religious attributes, like this global globalist climate change hysteria that's going on. This has gone from science to religion really quickly. Today, if you're deemed in, in disagreement with the opinion of these things, you're called a denier and you're called immoral, right? Those are moral claims, right? And that's something that Christians or, 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 or people say about science. You're a science denier. You're, you're, you're being pointed out and called immoral because you don't care about the earth. Okay? So that's, that's an immoral indictment. So now I want to keep this podcast short so I can't get too deep into this because this can take us pretty deep. But bear in mind that oftentimes you'll hear people place supposed science in the place of God, especially in the sentiment we hear all the day long. I'm not into religion, they say. I'm into science. What has been coined scientism is what even many secularists will say is ignorantly expressed as being the opposite of religion, which it's not, but needless to say, the sentiment continues of people thinking if you respect and consider science, you can't be religious. But that ignorance is prevalent out there today, especially due to our dumbed-down educational system. They willingly forget um, or haven't been taught that science came out of a religious climate and continued on. Pardon? So, yeah, so um, science came out of a religious climate and continued on for hundreds of years without that silly distinction thinking one is opposed to the other. You know, that ignorance demonstrates a very new thing in society that continues on today as they want to separate all religious thinking from all major institutions and a large part of that increasing secularism in the West to attack our religious foundation and history. But we've heard popular scientists and secular talking heads pondering about aliens and how possibly there are advanced peoples who created the pyramids, and even now, there's a huge trend of aliens visiting us, and we're supposed to be communicating with them via meditation. It's crazy. That's actually trending now more than ever. 
because these are people who can't recognize humanity as an embryo inside a woman's womb, but if they find a single cell or molecule in space, will scream aliens. These are people who believe in a hundred genders, but who can't identify what a woman is. This is basic biology. So they'll believe and consider anything but God of the Bible. Okay, they'll consider everything else except for God. And they can't see the absurdity within their thinking. Like the Bible says, they've been given over and their minds have become useless, not being able to grasp even common sense. So we continue seeing the following. Apostasy in the West, every day more and more, people will report leaving Christianity, supposed celebrity Christians who are tired of being slammed by the new morals of the culture, even cave in. And oftentimes, during their interviews, they prove they didn't even ever really understand Orthodox Christianity or anything biblically deep. These are the tares flying away, which prophecy was referring to as the falling away has to come first. So the false teachers, the reasons for this falling away is the false teachers, right? You know, these things are happening in the church. Women pastors and sin being forced into the church, right? The following controversies are trending in the evangelical world today. Rick Warren recently got booted for adding women pastors to his churches, and he doubled down using the most primitive biblical defense of women pastors, and he's been pastoring churches for decades. Some new young dude named Brandon Roberts, Robertson is, is trending, a young homosexual who ma who's making waves on TikTok and social media with a huge following, affirming and defending his aberrant lifestyle and claiming he can do it via scripture. The gall of this dude. Andy Stanley, who I recently podcasted about, affirming supposed uh, gay Christianity by saying that they're more dedicated members of his churches, an apologist for wickedness, and he too has been out there for a long time gaining a following off the coattails of his father. His, his father is still alive, should openly speak out against his son. So that's, that's the apostasy, and it's happening all over the place. People are dropping like, like flies. People that are supposed to be Christian, um, uh, you know, uh, Christian celebrities or something like that, and they're just dropping off and saying... Uh, I'm no lo longer Christian. I'm lo it's cool to literally uh, 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 post, I'm no longer Christian, right? If it were shameful, they'd probably keep it to themselves, but they have no shame, okay? Wars and rumors of wars. This is also very scary. We've probably been in a war all this time with Russia for all we know, and it's just a matter of time before it simply escalates to the point where our lying leaders can't hide it anymore. We have surveillance, balloons, cyber attacks, spying and monitoring by way of social media apps. Our enemies are all around us. They're sizing us up overseas, and yet they're also sitting within our government and pretending to represent us and defend us while they're actually socially and genetically trying to re-engineer us physically and psychologically. They're selling us out for profit, abandoning what we've had because they're ideologues on the down low who hate our nation. 
So it's easy to buy them, bribe them, and extort them. They're prostitutes, practically. And they're in high places within our government. This sounds a lot like what has been called the swamp, the deep state. So I say this today after observing the vice president's husband speaking out against toxic masculinity. I'm like, are you serious? This is, uh, this is the most important thing you can discuss at this venture? The hyper-socio-subversion the subversion that's been going on for decades is ramping up. All segments of wokeness is reaching into the minds of the culture and affecting people so that men are pitted against women, women are pitted against men, ethnicities being pitted against each other. The ultra-feminism that we see is through the roof. And the government school system has special interest groups coming in and messing with curriculums to slip in all of these subtle cultural lies to the masses of children, turning them into so-called anti-racism or environmental justice warriors and activists. They're running drills on us and people are still clueless of it. That whole virus thing a couple of years ago was a monstrosity, scam, that can only have been perpetrated on us unless there, were, there was an amazingly powerful infiltration of international globalist elites on the inside and on the outside. This is the beast system I've been talking about. They have control over nations. In fact, there's a bill right now which needs to be killed in the Senate that seeks to empower the WHO, the World Health Organization, to have even more control and influence in supposed preparedness to be able to assign and declare emergencies and literally take control of, over nations' decisions like closing down borders and things like, like, like that. They, they want to go solo on those decisions without nations making these decisions for themselves. The, the WHO, the WHO, is an arm of the United Nations. And many have said that the WHO is in China's back pocket. This is the end times we're in, more so than ever before, just like the Bible says. For those who will say Christians have been saying this for decades, the Bible says in Romans 13, 11, Besides this, you know the time, that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. In other words, as time lapses, the time of the end is only closer still. So you can't say this isn't going to happen or even criticize that the warning has been 2,000 years old. We're seeing things unfold and, and materialize and time is what makes it all the more likely for it to happen, not unlikely to happen. People's understanding have to be correct on these things. These are times of meditation, of prayer, of fasting, of reflection, of serious time with the Lord, praying for discernment, praying for clarity, courage, perseverance, preparedness, because we have families and we have needs and the time is approaching. Look up this information on the bill that seeks to empower the WHO. It's called the Zero Draft of the WHO CA Plus. 
it's kind of strange name, the zero draft of the WHOCA plus. The Biden administration has has, has, uh, indicated that they are preparing to sign up the United States to a legally binding accord with the World Health Organization, or WHO, the WHO. It's called the zero draft of the WHO, CA+. If signed, America would be allowing the, the United Nations subsidiary, the authority to dictate America's policies during a pandemic. I mean, pandemic. Okay, another pandemic is sure to come. If the nation gives authority to an external government entity, we won't be able to mitigate their power over us. They'll be able to make decisions over us, control medical supplies, and movement of governmental agencies against our control. It's like giving your house keys to your stranger, to giving them over to strangers. Economic decisions, our freedom of speech, our human rights can and will be affected when some other global entity decides what decisions need to be made for the support for the supposed greater good, quote unquote. You know how the powers that be can interrelate and connect all these things together. As we saw, the pandemic affected the economy, our health systems, our constitutional rights, our human rights, our freedoms, our ability to even go to church, our social and entertainment, our education, forced vaccinations, and forced quarantines. They can even do that. How many of us have seen the video footages of the Chinese literally locking up people in their own homes, setting up forces and quarantine facilities that look more like concentration camps. How much liberty do you suppose is happening there? Starving people to protect people from a virus? How does that make sense? There are bills set up against the WHO taking control like this, um, this, this, um, there's one that's called uh, the WHO Withdrawal Act, HR 79. Also, one to stop funding the WHO, HR 349, as well as there's another one. All right, I'm going to try that again because um, I had some dog action in the back, uh, barking and stuff. So, okay, there are bills that are set up against the WHO taking control. Um, and trying to stop this. The one is called the, the WHO Withdrawal Act, HR 79. Also, there's another one to stop the funding. It's, it's HR 349 as well as S444 to make sure that anything concerning the WHO has to be approved by the United States Senate. Okay? So I want to leave you with yet one more beautiful and rich Bible scripture. A message from God. Okay, 2 Thessalonians 2, 7. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. Okay? I believe the he it's speaking of here is the Holy Spirit of God. Okay? Um, Again, pray, meditate, be faithful. Seek his face daily. And seek his peace, his strength, and his promises, because our faith is our joy. Okay? So, remember, God is in complete control. 
what that means in Second Thessalonians is that God is the one who's in control. He's the one that's going to let loose. He's the one that's going to hold things together, as he always does. Okay? And until next time, God bless. Alright, you're listening to True News 365, a podcast, blog, cultural commentary, and Christian ministry set out to declare the gospel of Jesus Christ, to reach out to those who will have ears to hear by the power of the Holy Spirit. Check out truenews365.com for updates on blogs, videos, and more podcasts. And don't forget to share if you care. Until next time, God bless.